This episode of Noise of the Broke Boys is brought to you by cardboard. Yes, that's right. I'm talking about the same cardboard that is used to protect your year's supply of Preparation H as it is shipped from the warehouse to your residence. Same cardboard that you used to spin on your back because you were too broke and lazy to walk to that free practice session that your local hip-hop scene provides. And yes, that same cardboard that was used to make the poster of Justin Bieber that you hide in your closet. Don't worry, as a true believer myself, I will not let your secret out. Have you ever wondered what that B in Cardi B's name stands for? Well, it's Bored. Mrs. Cardi Bored supplying your local strip club with the freshest tunes. Cardboard is smooth, strong, and stylish. It's the perfect replacement for all your cardstock needs. Head down to your local dumpster and dive right in to pick up the latest shipment of cardboard and have yourself a Cardi Boardy time. And now, on to the show. In this episode, I bring in a good dance buddy I've had since high school. We basically came up together as b-boys in the early 2000s and grew to love hip-hop culture together. He is a member of the world-famous dance group, The Kinjas, and currently lives in the Southern California area, teaching and managing the various dance schools that The Kinjas have built from the ground up. Please enjoy this episode with my good friend, Darren Wong. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Diarrhea Doo-Doo Show. (laughs) This is Noise of the Broke Boys. I am your host, Kurt Rockski, and today I have one of my oldest dance friends. He is a member of the Kinjas, <laughs> who are, if you don't know, they are ninja cosplayers <laughs> that also do dance. They do Naruto cosplay, <laughs> and then they're also good dancers as well. Sounds about right. I've known this guy for quite a while. I went to high school with him. I had a crush on his mother. <laughs> she was my math teacher. And, uh, yeah. What's up, man? Yeah. This is D-Money, Mr. Darren Wong. What's up? Chilling, dude. <laughs> Good to be here. Yeah. So, dude, uh, I haven't talked to you in a minute. When yeah. did I last see you? Probably at my wedding, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you've been living out in L.A. for a minute, huh? Yeah. Probably since 2007. Yeah. End of when you went to s- school like yeah. Irvine right mm-hmm. you went to UC Irvine you moved out here and have been out here since then yeah right cool um cool so like when I first met you um you were already like you already knew what's up with dance I mean you were already kind of dancing um and this was you were a freshman in high school and I was a uh, junior probably yeah. yeah I think junior so I don't know what I was doing hanging out with juniors <laughs> I mean hanging out with freshmen when I was a junior um yeah, I was a cool freshman you know? yeah I guess so or I, yeah yeah you were cool and I was uncool so we like met in the middle a little bit um yeah so we were about both sophomores <laughs> um, out. yeah I guess so <laughs> um so when I met you yeah you were already into dance so like what got you into dance um I think like most guys who want to dance a girl of course uh, mm. So I wanted to impress a particular girl. Uh, I don't think it was a. Oh, maybe it was. Ooh. I think it was a particular girl in like middle school. Ooh, very uh, nice. So I wanted to do breaking because I thought that was like the closest thing I could do since I did martial arts. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I basically just tried to find any video I could through like a 
illegal like torrents and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> since this was before YouTube and mm-hmm. just learned from that and just practice in a garage with my homie and then yeah the rest Man. is history <laughs> so did you get the girl no got a different girl though <laughs> so oh it all worked out <laughs> sweet um yeah no uh back then that was like 2000 and what one probably yeah Long uh, time ago, dude. Did the internet? Yeah, it existed. Yeah, well, I think it existed. Videos on the internet didn't <laughs> yeah. exist. Though, did they? I just remember like going to what was it, bboy.com or org or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had those like they had gifts, but they're not like the gifts you see now. They were like it. <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be a ten second thing but there's only five frames in yeah, it so yeah. you're like oh what did super he do super bad quality yeah it was so bad because i remember letting trying to get that stupid page to load that taught you how to do um turtles yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was a it was a gif of i think cujo doing them <laughs> and uh like i you know you wait 10 minutes for it to load <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> it finally loads and it's just like dude Dude, and I was like, how the hell did he do that? Like, the whole reason I waited so long for this to load was to see how to do that in slow motion. Yeah. But no, it skipped, like, 15 frames, yeah. so I missed it all. That yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, stupidbboy.org. <laughs> I hope you don't exist anymore. No, actually, I hope you do, but I hope you're listening to this and feel bad. And sponsor this show. <laughs> Please sponsor the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love your gifts. <laughs> I yeah, I downloaded them. <laughs> that that's that's all bad when you're like downloading gifts uh to, you downloaded gifts to like <laughs> learn how to break. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's an animated picture. It's yeah, that's terrible. But anyways, somehow we got to where we are. Yeah. Kids have it so easy nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> animated gifts to what? A finalist on World of Dance? Jeez. Yeah. There it is. There yeah. it is. Well, I made th- it. Thank you, bboy.org. You yeah. are you are the people. The, the people's choice for gifts. <laughs> um so uh do, do you still rep Panda Express? <laughs> 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 so we back when we went to high school together, we went to El Camino High School. Um, uh, we made this crew together as like kind of a joke, and we called it Panda Express Crew because all of us were just the only Asian kids there, yeah. and yeah, all of us just decided to break. <laughs> yeah. So it's like all the is is that Asian club or is that like breaking club? Well, I don't know. Stereotypical it could, Asian dancers. It could be, it could be both. <laughs> Breaking Club and Asian Club had the same members. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, we made it, and we called it Panda Express Crew because uh, ripped know. hard, you know. We ripped hard. <laughs> we actually battled. Yeah, some we did. <laughs> That's even funnier that we actually battled people as Panda <laughs> Express Crew. That's the best part. Oh man! But anyways, so um, since high school, you've like. Uh, You've had a pretty decorated um, list of, like, groups you've been a part of. Um, of course, like, Legendary Steps, Flexible Flav, you were in Cabo Modern, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you were leading that crew, right? Yeah. Yeah. For so two Ka- years. Yeah, Cabo two Modern, years. the, um, what would you call them? The mm-hmm. hip-hop dance, choreo dance? Yeah, I feel like there's, like, multiple teams at UCI. Cabo Modern's probably, like, 
one of them. One of the top ones. One of the tops. And then the other one would be CADC, which is where mm-hmm. Mike and Anthony, the two creators of Kinjas, came from, actually. So. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so then, yeah, obviously Kinjas, and now you're in Underground Flow, yes. which is also a Sacramento crew. Yeah. Um, down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how did you get involved with Kinjas? I mean, I guess you kind of alluded to it, but... Yeah, so when I was a freshman in college, there's this thing called Casa Dance Off, which is like a Korean club. But basically, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. Casa Dance Off. Yeah. Did they not know that that's a Spanish word? <laughs> Casa with a K. <laughs> you <know>? What? <laughs> so basically, it's like this Korean club. They put together. It's only freshmen. So if you're a freshman, you're allowed to compete in like this choreography showcase, basically. Mm. So. Basically, every school has their own team and their own choreographers. So that's kind of where I met uh, Mike and Anthony at the same time. And mm-hmm. then at the same time, Victor Kim, who used to like mm. Panda Express crew. Panda Express crew, <laughs> Victor Kim. Yeah. Hit me up. I know you're trying to elude me, but uh, hit me up. <laughs> so uh, Victor was telling me like, oh, you should go for like either one of these because these are like, you know, the top crews. So then I ended up going with Kaba just because they did more breaking pieces. And I didn't know like choreo, choreo. So I went with that, and then that's, like, kind of how I met both of them, though, through Casa Dance Off, because mm-hmm. they both were there choreographing. Mm. And so then you guys, they formed they they formed the crew or conceptualized it or whatever, and then they reached out to you? Yeah. So basically the way Kinja's formed was um, Anthony was going away to work somewhere else. So mm. they wanted to do one last showcase together and bring in all the homies that they've always wanted to dance with. So they mm. just like handpicked like pretty much the top people from each crew that they oh. like knew and like we're still friends with. And then they Sneaky. put on a showcase and then all of a sudden people really liked it and they're like, oh shoot, this is like something we might be able to do. It's like some seven samurai. <laughs> <type stuff. laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a very, uh, uh, normal, um, or like, a much toned down um version that i was thinking it was i thought you guys maybe like went to like a comic-con and you're all like dressed <laughs> as ninjas and then just like <laughs> and then just all of a sudden just started like dancing and then you're like oh he's a dancing ninja oh you're a dancing ninja and you're all just like oh we should join a power rangers ninja force oh no wait never mind let's uh let's just join a, let's make a crew together yeah Definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a cooler origin story. I guess. I guess. Just, that that one was too normal for me. So that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out what you just said and I'll just yeah, say man. that that's what it was. <laughs> um, but yeah. So then, okay. So then you joined together and then um, the Underground Flow Twins, Stephen and Michael, mm-hmm. they joined too. They got reached out to. Mm-hmm. Um, and who else do you have in that crew? You guys got a lot of people. Um, yeah, B boys. Um, I mean, it's not. I mean, them, Victor. Right? Victor used to do it in the very beginning. Okay, that was when they were on Boo Black Ops. We weren't even Kinjas yet. So then, on, what is it on Boo Black Ops? That's literally from Naruto. <laughs> on Boo Black Ops. Yeah. So then, that was when, like, for sure, we were doing a lot of Naruto stuff. What the and hell? And then we changed it to just be. You know, dancing. Ninjas. I don't. I don't know Naruto, but that sounds like a really terrible BET show <laughs> on Boo Black Ops, <laughs> or like I don't know, some terrible, <laughs> right? 
See it? We changed it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, Does it roll off the tongue as well? No, not at all. I'll, yeah, you guys would have definitely lost for sure. Probably would have got sued too. <laughs> you would have got sued and uh, lost World of Dance for sure. They would have been like, on boo, Black Ops is off the show. <laughs> you guys are gone. Um, okay, so that's that's dope. Um, so uh, you guys repped as that name eventually came up with Kinjas. What, like, what is... What does kinjas mean, I guess? Like, I just uh, assumed it's ninjas that are Korean or something. <laughs> but you're not Korean, so Actually, I don't know. that's not... A lot of people always guess that, so you're not the only one. Uh, kin means family, mm. and then we do I got dance it. as ninjas, so... Oh, that's dice. It's a that's family tight. of dancing ninjas. Family of dancing <laughs> ninjas. Dude, th- <laughs> this should be, a, like, a reality TV yeah. <laughs> dude, follow this around it'd be pretty funny <laughs> keeping up with the kinjas dude that's what's, that. <laughs> that's what's up so um if people don't know this kinjas eventually went to world of dance which was like a um tv dance competition show that had uh tons of different dancers on there um and like a million dollar prize right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you guys were competing in it, and you guys were the finalists of it, and you lost to two motherfuckers. <laughs> Shout out to Lay Twins, <laughs> but should have been these dudes. No, I'm kidding. They're good. But yeah, actually, we got to the finalists for our group. So it's like finalists for like soloists and duos, and then there's finalists for groups, and then there's finalists for I think it was like called kids or whatever that was. Yeah. So we lost to uh j-lo salsa team j-lo salsa yeah, team yeah, yeah. oh what the they're heck? dope they're dope they're like definitely high energy <laughs> i feel what the heck okay maybe i missed i didn't watch the whole season i watched like the ending yeah, yeah i feel yeah. like it was confusing uh, it was confusing i don't remember like, that, so yeah. many different groups there was like, like yeah there was a lot and, and it was so many different styles yeah, i think that yeah, was yeah. A, the other thing mm-hmm. um well, anyway, so that's like that got you guys a lot of fame and stuff. So you guys now are like, uh, you know, teaching and then doing shows and stuff. So mm-hmm. like, I guess what what where has that gotten you now? And like, what are what are you guys planning to do in the future? Um, so actually, today we're opening a new studio in uh, downtown LA. It's called the Complex. Uh, Complex. So we have that. We have we did like a kickstarter indiegogo type thing for our first studio in monterey park mm. it's called kinja's dojo uh we currently have three studios i believe in china um so oh. we're all over the place in china yeah oh so is that why you guys are in china <laughs> yeah so we're in china a lot now because you got you just got back from china like a couple weeks mm-hmm, ago mm-hmm. dang so you were you that was, I, th- I figured you were there doing like shows or something mm-hmm. yeah yeah so we have a lot of work in china now too so kind of all over the place um other than that just teaching with around the world workshops mm-hmm. normal stuff um some of the guys uh choreograph for like k-pop stuff and then we'll get oh, that's into that um yeah so pretty much anything to do with dance and music we're trying to be have our little hands in i guess <laughs> and then yeah your your little hands you have like your little swords <laughs> like, yeah. what else <laughs> Hey, do you guys actually dance with weapons? I don't remember. No, if you no, 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 no. I just know you walked around like, <laughs> like hand is broken, and you're just like, yeah. One day we'll, we'll work with the weapons. Some weapons, <laughs> throwing some like, 
Yeah. You know. Um, uh, so, okay, so in China, d- I wouldn't imagine hip-hop dance is popular in China, but apparently it is. Now it is, just because they started making it mainstream. Well, you know how, like, China's government is. They, like, kind of control what people see. So now they're mm. letting, like, dance be a big thing. Oh, that's So that's cool. why I think it's kind of blowing up a lot more now. I wonder if there's a political reason for that. Why would... I don't know. Money? <laughs> we'll money hypnotize them yeah. with dance, and then they'll... Uh, <laughs> Pay us more money. Give us money? Yeah. They don't... I don't know. I don't know how China works, actually, because they're Who like knows? a communist country. Yeah, I don't know how their money works. So they got um, a lot of it. <laughs> got a lot of it, and they're giving it all to you guys <laughs> to no. teach them dance and do shows for them. <laughs> so cool. You're like a. That's the most American thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're a patriot. There that's you go. Kinja's shout out. Yo, USA. <laughs> USA. <laughs> Um, well, that's dope. So, so like, what is the dance scene like in China? Like, I've been to China because I used to do um, uh, shows with the NBA, mm-hmm. uh, dance shows. And so I went to China probably, like, two or three years ago. And so there was, like, a huge, you know, huge NBA crowd um, there. That, and they freaking love basketball. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And uh, but we were there and it seemed like they really enjoyed what we were doing, too. But they maybe weren't too familiar with it, I guess. Mm. But um, it seemed like a cool place to like for it to blow up someday. And I know that the, the breaking scene is starting to grow a little bit. Sorry, my dog is barking. <laughs> hey, sh- um, so I so I know the breaking scene is starting to blow up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And um uh, you're seeing more crews and stuff come from there. Um, I don't know if other hip hop styles are like, you know, there's crews f- in those styles coming from China, but um, seems like it's a growing uh, place. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think the dancers over there are like, they're hungry to like learn, so yeah. like they're leveling up pretty quickly. So oh, so they're coming. F- they're coming for blood for everybody. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, they're dope. Are they're they like, dressed as ninjas? No, no, no. No, they got them, like, uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon outfits. You know what I'm talking about? The kung fu outfits. Nah, they just dress like normal hip-hop Dude, kids. <laughs> what if they made a movie, like, crouching tiger, hidden dragon, but it was just dancing? Maybe. And they just start flying. <laughs> they would, like, fly. Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. You should just make it. <laughs> I would watch it, but I'm not Chinese. It needs to be in Chinese and then, like, have it. subtitles or whatever, or, like, dub over it. <laughs> I guess you could do that. Just, it's true. Just say something else <laughs> and then dub over yeah. it so your mouth is moving differently. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a See? quick... That's ideas. Like, ideas are here. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds like a quick way to get in trouble. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, so, um, yeah, so that's, that's tight that you guys are in China doing Mm -hmm. like a lot of, um, cool things. Um, so aside from teaching and stuff, are there any big shows that you guys are working on? Like Mm -hmm. I'm comparing you to like maybe Jabawakis who have, who have a show out in, um, uh, Vegas Mm -hmm. that they perform. And then they also started doing some 
traveling thing or whatever but yeah they do they're doing shows like all over the place is that like in the cards for you guys too um i think we've always talked about doing like our own theater show um i think there's just so much going on right now that there's always something in the background that is happening as far as i know i think we're just more focused right now on just one this complex opening and then um yeah from there we'll see where that leads i guess Mm. but i've Pretty sure in the future we would love to do like a theater show. Cause we were like, yeah, you know, it's just fun to like. <laughs> yeah, no, I think show. that that's that's a cool way to like let <coughs> to like <laughs> let your stuff shine and you get full control of like what mm-hmm. you're doing. Well, mm-hmm. assuming you get full control, yeah. I mean, probably you got to work with a lot of the the other theater people to make mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. that they're getting what they need out of it. But um, but yeah, you got a lot more control of like what you can do. You could say, exactly. I want this exact music. I want to extend this part so long. You know. Compa- I'm ki- comparing it to like something like what you did on World of Dance where you would do a set that's like a minute long mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, Have to get copyrights for music and y- stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you got to do. A lot of red tape. There's a lot of red tape, yeah, that, and so many hoops to jump through. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of uh, production staff that are like giving you orders yeah, to do yeah, something yeah. different. <laughs> so I imagine that that kind of like uh, – I don't know. It, it lets you not control it as much as you probably yeah. want, you know, like because yeah. I imagine when I do stuff, I go, oh, I have this vision for it. And then someone goes, oh, well, uh, that song doesn't work. Yeah. And yeah. I go, oh, well, well, <laughs> well, there's the there that goes. And that's why I'm here sitting in the dining room <laughs> talking to someone who's actually successful. <laughs> <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> I was going to ask you something I forgot. Oh, so at your studio, at your dance studio, like you have now you have three, you said three studios in China Mm -hmm. and you have two in L.A. Mm -hmm. And are you planning to go anywhere else from Mm -hmm. here? Like I think it's always like an option. I mean, people always ask us to open studios, you know, near them. So East Coast. Yeah, maybe. Okay, like pretty much. Anywhere is an option. I think <laughs> it, I guess it probably depends on where your people are planning to go because you obviously need to have some of your people there. Mm-hmm. Which all of them are here, right? Yeah, I would say most of us are here, and then we have partners called Sino Stage. Those are our partners in China. So okay, they run that over there. Now, do the students that go there do they have to wear ninja outfits? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, if you want, you can. <laughs> What if I decide? It's like, you know, when you go to Disneyland and it's like okay to dress up. I feel like if you walk in as like masked up, you'll be like, cool, you're welcome here. Like, no one's going to look at you. What would I have to wear for them to like kick me out? I don't know. You should test it out. Donald Trump outfit? (laughs) Costume? It's like, what's the limit here? What if I was. (laughs) What if I had a Donald Trump mask on (laughs) with a ninja outfit? Next question. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right, that's that's the end of that. Um, so, I, with with all your success, I imagine you've you've seen a lot of like cool things in your life. So, um, can you tell me maybe about like the coolest thing you've seen, like that dance has brought you to, or like the most inspirational, or even the funniest, or all three? That is a good question. Um, I guess. The coolest would have to be World of Dance. That was like yeah. 
just being surrounded by pretty much everybody's like a master in their craft. Mm-hmm. So you're basically like in a room with like a bunch of masters <laughs> and they're just like mm. vibing out together. Everyone's just like friendly. So there's like no hate or beef. So that was cool for sure. I think that was like the number one memory. Uh, traveling wise, I would say maybe going to like the Philippines, mm. like seeing like a, I think it was like a Dota 2 championship or something like that. Oh, the yeah. video game? Yeah, so it was like a, oh. a championship, and then, like, the Green Ranger was there randomly. The Green Ranger? <laughs> yeah. Oh, was he trying to pick you guys up to be <laughs> no. in Ninja Force no, or whatever? No, he was just there. We're like, what the freak? <laughs> the Green Ranger? Was he actually dressed up as the Green Ranger? No, 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 no. Does he wear, like, regular no, clothes yeah, that are all green? Yeah, man. Because <laughs> that's what they would always do, right? I don't know. If I was the Green Ranger, I would do that all the time. <laughs> Except I wouldn't want to be the Green Ranger. I'd probably be the... Wait, was he the Green? The I'd want to be the Black Ranger. Oh, uh, where, where, where? You know, because cause Zach from the original one would be like, let's go. <laughs> he'd like strike... He'd, <laughs> he'd do a body roll into a fighting stance, and it was like the dopest shit ever. <laughs> At least when I was uh, 10 years old or whenever, whatever I was when I watched that, I was like... That's how you fight. Hey, man. <laughs> Throw it into one and of your sets. And then I got beat up. Throw it into one of your sets, man. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to get in street fights like that. Just like, hey, what did you say to me? <laughs> Let's go. It's morphin' time. And then, like, as I'm doing that, they're, like, beating me up. <laughs> I'm just on the ground. It was style, though. I know, yeah. My, uh, yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. Don't do that. <laughs> But it was cool to watch. Yeah. Because he was just, they were just fighting, you know, those little like putty guys, whatever. I don't ever understood that actually. I don't understand. Because it just was like clay and then they all of a sudden were like things and you just kicked them once and they're dead. And I'm like, man, you guys screwed up a little (laughs) bit. Like if you put all your faith in like taking over the world with those little things, like dude, you guys. Or why didn't you just form one giant putty thing? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Like, why did you pick that little that little guy? Why didn't you just make a Godzilla yeah. and just say, hey, you don't need to fight nobody. Just walk <laughs> around this city and, you know, by the time the Power Rangers, like, get their, like, thing together and kick you, like, half the city yeah, is already yeah, destroyed. Yeah. Man, I should have been Rita Rapunzel, <laughs> goddammit. Freaking Rita. Ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. <laughs> Let's make little clay monsters <laughs> to get beat up by high schoolers, basically, right? High schoolers led by a giant head. <laughs> led by a giant head who's never fought a day in his life. Come on, dude. Power Rangers, geez. I don't know. Shout out to Power Rangers, though. Sponsor the show. <laughs> yeah, please. Oh, God. I'm, oh, God. Look at me. <laughs> I need a sponsor. <laughs> uh,. Damn, um, so, like, what about, what about, is there any, like, um, movie opportunities, like, in the works for you guys? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I feel like most dance movies don't go as far as, like, they don't. we would want them to go. You know what I mean? But it yeah. would still be dope, for sure. I, I actually always thought about writing a script for a movie that had to do with hip-hop and breaking mm. um that would show more of like the um the the rawness behind it um because 
every dance movie I've seen has always been cheesy as yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like, you know, I watch Beat Street or whatever just to see the dancing, and then as soon as they start talking, uh, oh, you biters, you ain't worth the bit. <laughs> so what's up with that, punk? I turned it off, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude, that. this is like that. the cheesiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, but, so I've always wanted to see a movie um, like that, uh, and I compare it to Eight Mile, like mm-hmm. with Eminem, mm-hmm. um, where he, you know, he's just like, it's almost just the story of Eminem, really. Yeah, but yeah. like, there's, I feel like they just put like a really gritty, like, uh, you know, veil over it to 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 show the more raw side of like yeah, hip hop sure. and and you know battle rapping and stuff. And so I always thought that that'd be dope to take that on with with breaking. Yeah, but that'd be dope. It's um, yeah, I don't know. That like telling the real story of like someone's life versus a little like bit because being like this is dance. Here some it of is. yeah, the things that have always bothered me, um, and, and kind of why I started this podcast was because I would always see like Hollywood portrayal of breaking and hip hop dance, and it's always like, let's do <laughs> yeah, hip hop, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, maybe. I mean, if you're, you know, know. <laughs> if that's what it's really like if that's you. what it is but <laughs> that's not what i remember yeah, from yeah, hip-hop you know sure, what i mean i'm not trying sure. to like shame that but uh there's more to it than than hip-hop yeah for sure uh there's uh you know um like what man i saw some stupid video of like this girl going like and you know like it was some weird dance like teaching how to do some stupid dance in a music <laughs> video and i was like oh man that's where we've come. Uh, it was so, it was funny, but uh, I, it might have been a joke actually. But, um, but it was just like, yeah, that's not the hip hop I yeah, yeah, know. So sure. I wanted to like show the other side of it and talk to people who've like, you know, lived through it and are still living through it um, to to put that on there so that you know people who don't know hip hop don't just get the one sided view from. Hollywood perspective because really Hollywood I think the way Hollywood looks at it is they go okay what is cool looking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this isn't the highlight of our movie or a commercial or whatever we yeah. just want to see some cool moves yep. and look and people smiling and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is fine like I think that's cool too because you know any exposure is good exposure but if that's all you ever see you go oh like what is breaking what is hip-hop what is this it's people smiling and doing backflips yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like nah, there's a lot more to it than For that sure. there's like a a huge hustle mm-hmm. behind it there's um you know long hours at a studio or you know on the concrete yeah, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. like that um i mean there's long there's long hours just like putting into your craft mm-hmm. and stuff that i think you miss if you only see it uh in a movie or whatever yeah, so sure. Um, so but yeah so that's why i wanted to bring you on because you obviously have gone through the the hustle and the struggle Mm -hmm. to get to where you are um and that's why i've brought on a lot of other people um and yeah yes maybe someday i'll write a movie that sounds dope i think it's just like if you really understood like how much even like physically we go through like you get beat up yeah like the, the risk we're putting our bodies through even not just for like now but in the future like it's kind of it's kind of crazy. It is crazy because because it's like it's like getting beat up every day. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're not like you're not getting black eyes and stuff, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you're definitely doing stuff that. I mean, I guess as an example, like 
when I was learning windmills, I would go home every day with like a bruise on my shoulder, a bruise mm-hmm. on my hip. And then I come back the next day and do it again. Yep. And then the bruises just get bigger and yep. bigger and bigger. Yep. And then, you know, and then tons of scars. And then eventually I think my body just got used to it and was like, all right, you win. No more, <laughs> no more bruises. <laughs> and then it stopped bruising and it stopped hurting. But I'm pretty sure that's going to come yeah, back to For sure. Me. For sure. Um, well, we got to take care of our bodies. Man. You got to take care <laughs> yeah. of your body for sure. <laughs> Especially yes. when you were, you were younger, you know, we didn't even stretch. We just, Dude, just like jump in and just go for it. Yeah, that was a that bad decision. I would do that all the time. And it wasn't until I tore my meniscus mm-hmm. in my right knee. And like the doctor was like, you're going to need surgery. You're never going to break again. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, no, <laughs> I screwed up. Oh, it's over for me. Uh, oh, no. And uh, then, um, yeah, so I was just like tripping at that point and trying to figure out you know how to how to how to get through that and so then I um put what did I do I um I just took like a whole year off Mm -hmm. from dance and uh just let it heal I was like really scared of getting surgery because I had a bunch of friends that got the surgery Yeah, yeah and so then um they uh they 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 couldn't like dance so as much as they could after the surgery so I was super scared of it and so I just said, what do I have to lose? Let me just quit yeah, for like yeah. a year and see what happens. And then if I really can't move, then I'll go and get a surgery. And mm-hmm. then that's it. You know, the, doc- the doctor told me that that wouldn't be a big deal. So um, t- to wait for it, as long as I'm not like. Did you get surgery? No, I didn't get surgery. Oh, okay. I, so I took the it whole. Just healed by itself? I took the, yeah. And I went to a physical therapist, worked out my knee, got a lot of like, um, you know, work done on it. Mm. And, you know, and then I, di- I just rested a long time. Yeah. Um, I tore my meniscus in high school, remember? Yeah. And then yeah, you yeah, yeah. got like hand hops. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's the only reason I have hand hops. Yeah, you got crazy hand hops. <laughs> Dang, I didn't know you like tore it and didn't have surgery. That's crazy. Yeah, because I was scared. I probably, I mean, at that moment, if I was in a different mindset, I probably would have got it. But uh-huh. I was like, dude, if I get a surgery and I don't need it, and, and, yeah, or, yeah, and, yeah. and it like, Messes it up because the surgery basically you have a flap of your um, meniscus, which is um, a bunch of cartilage between your mm-hmm. knees. Is it's like torn and doing all sorts mm-hmm. of it's f- waving in the wind and stuff. And um, uh, it first of all, cartilage takes a long time to heal, so it's it's gonna it, it's gonna have problems. And then the surgery is they like they cut it off. Yeah, yeah, Just right. Remove it, clean it. So then, if it's not perfect like now there's rubbing there so then they say what happens is like you can get arthritis and lots of problems later on in your life too and then your knee is going to function differently now that that's not there because you 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 essentially do need that there but because it's it's causing more problems it's causing pain they'll cut it off yeah yeah and so i guess mine healed was kind of healing weird and so i just went to the physical therapist and they would just break down scar tissue until it eventually got into a yeah. good place where it doesn't bother me. And so it really doesn't bother me at yeah, all. Yeah. I mean, good. like once in a while, like if it's cold or something, I'll feel like a little bit of pain or whatever. And we're old, man. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> so that there's that. And then I, man, I injured my shoulders, both of my shoulders. Uh-huh. This one was from my right shoulder was on a, um, uh, I was practicing. Do you know what an Arabian twist flip is? I think so. It's like yeah. you, 
it's like you kind of jump like you're going to backflip and then you twist 180 and then front flip. Mm -hmm. So I was doing that. So like I have to throw, you have to throw your arm yeah. kind of like this and I threw it way too hard and uh, it just effed up my yeah, uh, yeah. rotator cuff. And at that time I was learning air flares and I had probably like two or three at that time. And so I had, I quit air flares. So I lost my air flares and then, um, I, dude, I had to quit breaking for a long time yeah, actually yeah. because of that came back. Zero air flares, <laughs> zero Arabian twist, and a lot of other moves that I lost. Yeah, for sure. Then I started working again, getting all these things back. And then th I was working with uh, the Warriors at the time, and we were doing these shows. And there was this crazy trick that we were trying to figure out how to do where um, – I don't, you actually, me and you made this trick with Vince. The one, you know, the one where Vince would do the splits on the ground and then, um, I don't remember. I would jump and then you would jump oh, over yeah, me or yeah, I, yeah. maybe I was jumping uh -huh. over you. I don't remember, but we would do that. So we were doing that except, um, our friend Quang, who's like the buffest guy I know, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's doing like his planche, like pushups down where Vince would have been. And then. Um, one guy jumps over him and then I was jumping over that guy uh -huh. and then we got another guy who gets thrown over oh, me. <laughs> so it was like, it all happens at the same time. So it goes, boom. Yeah, yeah. And so while we were practicing this, he missed oh. and landed straight on me. So I went head first into the ground, oh, hit my shoulder super hard and it just like effed up my shoulder. And so I went to the doctor. They were like, oh yeah, this is like a common, um, linebacker injury. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, because I'm a freaking yeah, linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Like, look at me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they're just like, yeah, don't do not do whatever you're doing. And I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> what do I do? do it. <laughs> and they're like, that's all you can do. Uh, all right. So then, yeah, there, and then there I lost. <laughs> then I lost air flares again. <laughs> and now my – now both shoulders are messed up. And this is my catching shoulder, so uh, it's like – it's hard to catch yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. So I always like not to – not too happy with that. Just so gave I have a dream of air flares a long time ago, man. <laughs> I can hit two once in a while if I can deal with the pain in the shoulder. <laughs> but if I'm not down to do that, and usually I'm not, it's like, yeah, it's kind of like a, oh, yeah, yep. that's an air flare, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's the pains of um of a uh, life of a b boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, hold on, let me uh. Do All right, we are back. Um, <laughs> yeah, so do you have any um, chronic injuries from dancing? Mm, I'm still dealing with the torn back, even to this torn day. Torn back? Yeah, so I think I, like, twisted wrong. I feel like I tore a muscle in it. Hasn't been confirmed yet, but... When was that? Uh, that's been, like, two years. So oh. I've been... Every now and then, my back will pull, so I can't even, like, bend over in my car oh shoot so that's been fun uh, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> sometimes uh, i get like a weird back pain it's not like nearly as bad but sometimes it'll be like oh what's going on oh, yeah, and, like yeah. it makes it so if you're like in a weird position it like hurts a lot so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't know yeah for sure that the meniscus tear sucked for sure 
Uh, when I tried to learn air flares back in the day, my shoulder went out of place, so I stopped doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was there. I don't know if you were doing an air flare, but I remember you did pop your shoulder yeah. out once. Yeah. Doing Not hand fun. hops, I think. Not fun, dude. Yeah, I'm lucky I didn't. And that never <laughs> happened to me because yeah. that would be. And we were young back then, too, so like. Yeah, you that probably be popped it <laughs> when you're young. Yeah, you popped it probably when <laughs> you were a sophomore. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then you just started learning hand hops on the other hand. Yep, and then, yep. like, uh, you know, now you can hand hop for a year. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. I never practice them anymore. <laughs> just, and you could just do it? Yeah. Dang, it's dude. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I can do two hand hops, three hand hops maybe. So, you know. Yeah. Maybe I need to break myself off. <laughs> yeah. Just break your knees, dude. I know. Just <laughs> No choice. Well, actually, I guess that's a good thing for you. Like, if you ever lost your legs, you could just be like, hey, <laughs> man, I'm handy capable. And just hop around, dude. That'd be sick. <laughs> but, yeah, injuries for sure suck. Yeah. Because um, it's like, you know, this is like, in the end, this is my job. So, like, if something goes wrong, mm -hmm. it's game over. I, I want to see if, like, dance starts blowing up to the point where it's like a sport mm -hmm. and stuff. Like. I guess with the Olympics and stuff mm -hmm. coming up, I want to see, you know, if it was at the NBA level and they had all these like, uh, you know, good uh, doctors and stuff like working with these athletes mm -hmm. um, to keep their bodies like perfect, like yeah. how good people would get. Yeah, for sure. Cause I'm, I'm 100% with that. Yeah, I mean, already, I think already you're seeing like it's a lot of um, now little kids who, probably their parents were b-boys or b-girls back in the day mm -hmm. are now like 10 years old and you know double flipping over yeah dude each other kids are crazy now yeah they do stuff that i'm like i'm never gonna try that in my life <laughs> yeah well so it's like i think you see that now and then um so you're seeing kids that are good from like birth essentially <laughs> and uh you know i think once it becomes like a bigger sport and maybe there's more uh research into like how to keep people in physical good physical shape for it, it i think melding those two things together dude you're gonna ha see some crazy like 20 year olds mm -hmm. like literally mm -hmm. flying just yeah. i don't know yeah they're like <laughs> triple air flares yeah. like it's nothing yeah I, I feel like the future for like at least our generations like more coaching them I feel like if it does become a sport, it's like oh yeah, for sure. It'll There's be like no way our I'm generation gonna... will become coaches we're of the, teams, which will be crazy. We're the era of like getting broke off and then <laughs> yeah. figuring out how to do it, and they're the era of like oh, you got broke off and can teach me how to yeah, not get yeah, broke yeah. off. Yeah. So now I can do it when I'm ten. Yeah, dude, it's uh, crazy. Yeah, and then when they have kids, who knows? It'd be crazy. Or I don't know. Maybe breaking doesn't exist at that time. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's coming to the Olympics, so. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Or hopefully it goes through. Yeah, is it through or no? I think it's like 90% sure. Uh, I thought it was sure. 100, but I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's going through. Yeah. I don't want to say 100 because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? I think, so. I think as long as they find like a fair judging system, like even like it, like you have to be certified to judge, you know, like mm. there's like you do understand the criteria. So it's not so like biased or anything. <clears throat> I think that's what will make it legit versus people seeing it once in the Olympics and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, you just can't do it because, you know, just because it was messed up the first time. So the mm. thing is, as long as they get it right the first time, it'll last as long as possible. 
Yeah, I think I think so too. Um, I think it's it's tight that it's in the Olympics, and I'm really excited to see it there. And I think we've, as a scene, come very far mm-hmm. to get it here. Mm-hmm. But I also am worried that the scene is not ready for it because, for one, there's a lot of pushback against it, which that's gonna be problems. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, the judging. I think there's a there's a lot of hump to get over to make that right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think basically judging now is kind of like you win, you know, <laughs> uh, you just point to the dude that you think wins. That ain't going to cut it for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. cause they're used to points and mm-hmm. whatever. And mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, he wins. He got 10 points and I give him zero. Like yeah, that yeah. doesn't, that, that ain't going to work, yeah, dude. For sure. So, uh, I think, yeah, everybody, everybody in the scene really needs to, come together think about how to do this and i'm not just talking about like the ogs i'm talking about anybody in the scene who has a good idea to like try to figure it out because i think if anything has been proven is that we don't have a good judging system Mm -hmm. other than i mean i think one two three point to who you think wins is fine with me at from like an artistic perspective because i look at it as like there's these judges here and they have their own artistic perspective on what Mm -hmm. they think is good and them pointing at it is just saying my opinion is this that i like this more Mm -hmm. um and if the olympics is okay with that that's cool but and 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 simply because that kind of goes well with the the way breaking um was formed and how we've always done it so it stays true to, to to how we do it i think there's holes in that for sure but um uh I don't think that's going to fly with the, um, the Olympics yeah, for sure. because it's kind of like, I think what they're going to say is, well, if somebody who's watching says, well, why did that guy win? And then they go, Oh, cause Darren from Ken just said so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, sure. why though? Why did <laughs> yeah, he yeah. say so? And he's like, uh, cause he wore a ninja costume <laughs> and the other guy didn't. Okay. Well, all right, that's how you yeah, get yeah. an Olympic medal yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's not going to fly, you know what I mean? Um, so, but then again, I think giving points to specific ju- criteria, uh, I, I, ha- I'm, I have some reservations on sure, that because sure. I think it breaks down a little bit when you go, okay, if you imagine a guy who's really well-rounded going against a guy who's, really good at maybe mm-hmm. a few things. Mm-hmm. I can still see either of those guys yeah, winning, sure. but a judging system that tailors more to an all-around person, that guy yep. is always going to win yep, that battle. Sure. So I have some problems with that. Mm-hmm. It's it's I, I like to always compare it to painting, you know, where you're judging an art piece. So say you had, like, the Mona Lisa, and you're looking at, um, uh, I forget the name of the painting, but, like, it's uh, Picasso's painting of the war where it's, like, all this cubism kind of thing. There's, mm-hmm. like, a lot of, like, chaos going on. There's a lot of argue. If you were comparing those and they were, bat- like, say those paintings are battling, <laughs> right? How do you judge <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That? Yeah, yeah, for Because sure. in one way you could say, oh, the realism on this one is much better than that, so they win. Mm-hmm. But then you could say, but this the emotion here uh, I see more emotion in it. I want that one. But then you go, oh, but the Mona Lisa smile has this slight little like thing to it. So maybe it's like inner pain or whatever. So there's yeah. emotion in that too. I, it, so there's like a huge, a huge debate that gets involved mm-hmm. with it. And so how do you put 
criteria to that. Yeah. And it could like ruin the art form because it really could would just be like, okay, I'm just going to do footwork. Just do get the points, you know? Yeah. Versus like, if that's not what you're feeling, then fucking don't do it. You know, which <laughs> is so, which is why I really think the point and point to who you think wins is a good system because it's at least going, okay, it's being true to your impressing like an audience, right? And showing your art form to that audience and the audience is saying, okay, I want that yeah. over that. And the audience being the judge. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I think it's good that it stays true to that and they're, they, they're able to put their own um, creative opinion into, mm-hmm. into the choice of the winner. So I think that's good, but I do think that it breaks down a little bit. So I, I, I was, I've been playing with the idea of like if there was just like 20 judges and they're all from different areas of the world, they've all mm-hmm. you know maybe had so-and-so amount of experience, 20 years or whatever, um, renowned or whatever, you know, um, uh, dancers and uh they're set in in the room as like the crowd and they're just judging and so you get 20 different points of people so so basically your system is a point system of 20 total points and um and your score is just based on who that got that particular audience member points to i think that's fine like i think it's just as long as the judges are like credential whatever they need to do to get to that spot like then it's like yeah. i feel like that is the fairest way versus doing like you get points for footwork or top rocks and style yeah. and power you know what i mean yeah because that's, that's so subjective mm-hmm. and yeah i mean i there you can get in long debates about people going like that's not footwork that yeah, is yeah, footwork yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know, you know? <laughs> to me i go dude who cares yeah like you're saying that's footwork and that's not footwork it's something. Yeah, Who yeah. cares? Like, you know what I mean? It's that guy's expression of, or girl's it, expression of whatever they it's, think it is. Dude, it's just dancing. It's yeah. just movement. It's either cool or it's not. Yeah. It's either dope <laughs> or it's not. You know? So For why sure. don't you just judge on that? Yeah. Rather, oh, that's not footwork. He put his butt on the ground. He put his back. His uh, pinky touched the ground. Like, yeah. what the hell are you yeah. even talking about, dude? Yeah. Unless it's a footwork competition. Then dude, then, yeah. even the footwork, <laughs> dude, I think footwork competitions are the stupidest thing. And this is, yeah, this is a hot take and probably, a, uh, yeah, I, I would imagine a lot of people would be mad at this. But <laughs> I think footwork competitions are the stupidest shit ever because it's like, it's just a way for people to like go in and go, hey, 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 look at me. I, I did footwork based on this model of what everyone thinks footwork is. And I win. Cool. Like, not to diss anybody who's done that. Uh, you know, usually the person who wins is very good at what they do. But I've seen people that have very good, f- what I would consider footwork, and they lose. Mm-hmm. And it's because what they're doing is maybe not mainstream f- footwork. You know, I think the mainstream footwork is probably that kind of like rock steady style a little bit where it's like very steppy, um, a lot of pauses and stuff. Um uh, little little freezes um, in their footwork, um, but I've seen like more flowy styles where they're doing sweeps and they go onto the ground and like kind of roll th- around and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're still using their feet, so it's yeah. hard to say that it's yeah. not footwork, in my opinion. Um, it's like evolving with the yeah. times. It, you know, it, 
when when I look at the footwork competition, the way I break it down is there it's it's a way of saying you're not allowed to do all this other stuff. And if you do it in this little bubble, then you win. And if you touch any of this stuff out here, you lose, which I mean, I guess that's kind of cool. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like a uh, let's tie our one, one hand behind our back and let's box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what it is to me. Yeah. It's not like a real boxing match. It's tie both of your hands together and like try to bite each other. <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> which that's probably fun to watch. And I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Forward battles are fun to watch, but. I don't know if you're talking about straight up breaking, dude. I don't know. I mm. think it's stupid. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's my hot take. <laughs> so don't hate me for it. <laughs> um, so we're coming up on fifty minutes or so. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, so I know recently you got engaged, right? Mm-hmm. So how's uh? Sure did yeah? How's that going? Like, are you guys planning your wedding and everything now? Yeah. Yep. Like, Already got the venue. Oh, dope. Next year. Um, already got photographer, mm. videographer, got the food, you know, mm. eight course, ten course meal. Dang, dude. What <laughs> yeah. the heck? And then got the guest list going. Mm. So you're invited, of course. Oh, you and dang. the wife. Oh, man. So February. Damn, I got to get you February. Gift now. Be ready. Nah, you don't need to make it. In February? Yeah, February. Next year. Not this oh, year. Oh, Not I was like, year. dude, did, did you already send <laughs> yeah. the invite? Because I don't think I've seen it. <laughs> um, no, next year. Next year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys are taking your time. Yeah. That's good. We, yeah. Me and Keiko took our time, too. We word. we were engaged for like two years or some shit. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah, we were engaged for like two years, I think. And then we, um, because uh, she was in nursing school mm-hmm. at the time. And then I was, uh, I don't think I was doing anything. <laughs> but I wasn't gonna plan the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know what the I was realness. <laughs> I mean, that's real though. Yeah, like, that's good. How, like how much? How much of your opinion is going into the wedding? It's like I'll try the food with you. <laughs> yeah, you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, every single one of my ideas went out. There. <laughs> Out the door, hey man, you um, got to wear the socks though. <laughs> he pulled it off, dude. I, yeah. Uh, so he's talking about. <laughs> I goofed on everyone at my wedding. Um, yeah, cause uh, <laughs> I like to make joke. I I think I made the joke to um, Keiko's mother, um, cause she was like, you know, really involved, like trying to like have us do all these things, and I was like, I think we're gonna have a Ninja Turtle theme wedding, and she just like. <laughs> Shock went through her face. Like, are you serious? Like, cause she she takes everything really serious, so that's why I said it. <laughs> so she freaked out for a second, and then um, I was just like, oh, I'm just messing around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then, oh, I remember she asked me like, what is what kind of food are you gonna get? And I was like, oh, I was thinking of just getting a taco truck. <laughs> and yeah, I think she, some some. Uh, fear in her face yeah, was like, yeah, oh yeah. no dude taco truck would still be dope <laughs> hey I, i'll <laughs> still stick by this opinion i think that if you did your wedding at like a nice park <laughs> and you got a taco truck to come through and you know you'd obviously have to get it on a good day yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah. weather but you get a taco truck and you just invite 
lots of people. Yeah, you you, you get a really dope DJ, and then make sure you know the city's not tripping out yeah, about yeah. sound and stuff. And just did your wedding, just like as a almost like a barbecue, mm-hmm. yeah. dude. I think that would be the funnest thing ever. Yeah, for sure, it'd be so like less formal. Yeah, and, um, it takes out know. the you need to sit by this person. It's just like, dude, yeah, just go to the truck, eat, stand dude. if you want. <laughs> Like, cause I, I've always hated like the formality of, of things. Mm -hmm. And so when we started planning our wedding, um, I was like, oh dude, this is not for me, man. (laughs) Like, let's just like, cause I was seriously saying, let's just go to the, uh, the courthouse and Uh, sign uh. papers and whatever, and then just do it like that. Um, but I knew that wasn't going to fly. So we Mm -hmm. had to do our thing and, um, it was a good wedding. I thought it was a good wedding. Yeah, I mean, Keiko did a good job, like, figuring out what to do. And I helped a lot with, like, decorations, I guess, because she would say, hey, build this. Uh And because I know how to build stuff. So I would go and build it for her. So I built a whole bunch of stuff for her um, or for us. And um, (laughs) it was for her. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But so, yeah, it turned out. And, you know, we were looking for a good venue. So we went to a lot of different ones. And we went to that one. The flower farm in Loomis near Sacramento. Um, So I really liked it. She really liked it because there's like these chickens that (laughs) like wander around and we thought it was like the funniest thing ever. And because I grew up near um, Fair Oaks, which there's chickens wandering around all the time. So it was like something I was used to a little bit. And I used to have chickens as a kid, too. And so I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, let's have chickens <laughs> at the wedding. And she thought it was funny, too. So we're like, yeah, let's do that. And so that's why we chose that place. It's a dope spot, for sure. Um, and so, yeah, we I mean, we made it. We, we took that. And I guess the reason we chose it was because having it on, like, a somewhat farm setting, like a nice farm setting, um, took away a little bit of the formality. Mm-hmm. So I was happy with that. So I think it turned out well. And, and dude. Super dope to see old friends and stuff too. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and then um, and then yeah, during the ceremony, I got to goof on everybody <laughs> because I said, "Hey, what was my vows?" I you know I said all my vows and I and then at the end I said, "Uh, uh, saying to Keiko, um, dang, I wish I had vows <laughs> here because I I basically said I'm glad that you let me do a surprise." Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle themed wedding. And she was like, oh, what? And then I like lift up my pants and I had a Ninja Turtle sock on. <laughs> That's a good closer. <laughs> yeah. So I like to goof it on everybody. It was a good, I think that was good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, because I was trying, I was, I was really trying to not make it so formal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It, when that I walked good. in, even like with the new job he was playing, like that was just for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. That already set the tone. Like it wasn't formal, you know. I, w- I, mean? I was, tr- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we, yeah, we played um, new jobbies. Uh, it was, what was that song? Um, another reflection. No, Reflection Eternal. Mm. Um, and that's mainly because I think when me and Keiko first started dating, um, I used to play that song a lot or something. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember, but yeah, she really likes that song too. So anyway, so yeah, we played that because it was like, we we're trying to set the tone as like, this is like, have some fun and, you know, chill, yeah. relax, have, have a good time. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be 
people going like, Ooh, oh, <laughs> I'm at a wedding. I need to like, yeah, be all formal and shit. So. Yeah. Even like the adults, they're like somewhat dressed in suits. They're just like hanging. Dude, my dad yeah. didn't have a suit See? on. It was nice. Well, so that was, cool. that was, that like was that. another thing. <laughs> like, cause I knew for sure my dad was yeah, not going to yeah. wear a suit. <laughs> and so everyone was like asking me like, what's the attire? And I was like, well, I don't care what you wear. I'll probably be wearing a suit because <laughs> yeah. it's my wedding day. Um, but, like, you're not going to offend me if you wear freaking board shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I would probably think that's really funny um, <laughs> and a good idea because it would probably be hot that day. Um, but, uh, and then I, I would say, but for sure, I know my dad is not wearing a suit. So he kind of just already set the dress code. Yeah, yeah. Because I could tell him to wear a suit and he ain't going to wear a suit. So. <laughs> It, that's already that's a dress code right there. So like Keiko's dad was saying, oh, he might wear a um, a tux or whatever. And I was like, you know, you, you wear whatever you want to yeah. wear, but for sure my dad <laughs> is not gonna wear a suit. So if you're trying to match him or something, like you're gonna be looking a lot flyer than him. So you know he's gonna come in with his work boots, his like new pair of jeans that, and, and I'm talking like he'll have these black jeans. And he, what he does is when he works, he has the black jeans. They get holes in them. So then, like, a year later, he buys a new pair. So he just bought his new pair for that wedding. <laughs> and then, but he's probably still wearing them working now. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So he just, you know, was smart about when he bought the <laughs> jeans, probably. <laughs> or timing. I don't know. I don't even timing remember. Is he might have had man. holes in them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so um, but that's, that's my dad. Um, um so yeah, dude. So is like your wedding planning like is that going pretty good? Like, are you? Yeah, because uh, Jen's in the industry, you know. Oh really? Yeah, okay, dope. She's a makeup artist for weddings, so oh, she knows a lot of people. Just makes it easier. So she she's not stressing. I guess you got uh, you're nah, more than a year say. out. Yeah. So you guys probably aren't stressing that. Yeah, her friend's a wedding planner too. So oh dope. Hired her, so just take all the stress away, you know. We <laughs> did most of the planning. We did most of the planning, paid for everything, and we had a day of coordinator, though, so we worked with them, and then yeah. I had a friend who was a DJ, um, so he did all that, and he did all the lighting and stuff. Yeah. RJ, shout out to him, uh, Supreme Soul, he was also on TV. Dope music, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, well, yeah, I really wanted good, that was the one thing about the wedding that I really wanted was good music, yeah, so I was good. like... For sure. Like, because I thought of it like this. If the wedding sucks, it's probably because of a DJ. True. Um, yeah. Or if you didn't, like, really enjoy it, it's probably because the music was on. And I also, <laughs> I also thought is, like, if the wedding really sucks, how to save it is the DJ. <laughs> so it all hinges on a good DJ. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Because it's like, yep, if something goes bad and the DJ just goes... You know, he plays some sound and, and it's just like, God damn it! you know, and then plays, you know, some dope track. And then people just are like, you know, getting down to it. Dude, you saved the wedding. It's yeah. Like, just imagine it, you know. Uh, oh, no, the wedding there, the, the, the bride spilled wine all over her white dress. And the DJ goes, oh, no. Good. Uh, yo, dude, drop that beat, son. Wedding is saved, right? 
this. I don't know. I'm not a wedding planner. What the I heck? don't know. But if I plan weddings, <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> that's what I would do. And I'd probably get a divorce the same day. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I would say just enjoy the, the wedding planning time. Try to like, uh, I don't know, have fun with it. Yeah, for sure. Don't don't let it stress you out. Yeah, because <laughs> anything is just like signing checks. Like, gosh darn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it costs a lot of money. Like, yeah. it'll be worth it. Sign checks for sure. One time in your life, hopefully. <laughs> it is. Yeah, one time in your life. Um, yeah, just I think <laughs> I have a story that like puts it into perspective. Um. Uh, we were like, um, this was like pay, probably like a month or two out from the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, Keiko's like looking at the different um, desserts to have. So she wanted all these like cookies and stuff. Uh-huh. And, um, she like started breaking down and crying and stuff. And I was like, what are you crying about? And she's just like, oh my God, it's like everything's going wrong. These, these cookies, they're, they, they, they don't have like chocolate cookies. Like, <laughs> They have chocolate chip cookie or what? You know, it was like, a, oh, so they don't have chocolate cookies. They got chocolate chip. Oh, oh no. They don't have the second best cookie. They have the first best cookie. Why are you crying? It's like, oh my God, this is like, it's like ruining the wedding. Running. And I was like, hey, just, I started laughing at her and she's like getting mad at me. And I'm like, but here, take a step back and think about what you're saying. You're like crying about cookies. <laughs> like, let's just be happy we can have cookies at yeah, the wedding. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, it's a cookie. Yeah. Everybody loves cookies. And if you don't love a cookie, like, fuck you, don't yeah. come to my wedding. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and then I think she, she like, kind of started laughing, too, and then she's like, oh, yeah, it's just the stress. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So let's just laugh at this because yep. it's a cookie yep. and then realize that cookies are good. And everybody loves cookies, so if you don't like this particular cookie, you can go to Cookie Hell. <laughs> Any cookie sponsors out there? Yeah, yeah. What's up with them? <laughs> Mrs. Fields, where you at? <laughs> what's up? Uh, I'm trying to remember the other one. Chips Ahoy, where you at, Chips dude? Ahoy. Nabisco? Hey, Nabisco. I need some cookies, dude. You can pay me in cookies. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn so okay so let's like try to wrap the show up um, uh so what's in the future for you got for you and um now that you're getting married like um starting up these studios like um obviously still dancing like uh where do you see this going like you're gonna keep teaching you're gonna like do more shows or kind of get away from that and start coaching or whatever i don't know yeah i feel like my body is starting to tell me dude you need to slow down Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh so i think well right now i'm working on a program to help other dance teachers or upcoming dance teachers like make money without depending on like you know like auditions or even a dance studio like just make it on your own just hustle on your own and just understand how to use like marketing and you know salesmanship and all that stuff do it all on your own so you can just make a living off of that and teach the students that you want to teach can enjoy you life can you teach me how to make a good podcast can you got it dude i'll do the marketing for you 
I do need some. <laughs> but this podcast is already good, man. I'm, You're killing it. I'm terrible at marketing. Right, Dude, I, I don't even you. use social media like much. I mean, I use Facebook, but it's usually to talk to my mom mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or who, you know, someone in my family. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so like marketing on social media mm-hmm. is a nightmare for me. Yeah, like for just sure. thinking about it, I'm like, dude, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel like, especially our generation, it's almost like you feel like you have to post a bunch of stuff. I don't but, like posting. Yeah, I feel like it's not about that. It's more about, like, if you understand, like, how, you know, like, when we buy stuff, it's usually through somebody paying for an ad to show oh, yeah, us. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like if you understand that, like, yes, you're paying money to get your stuff out there, but it will yeah. come back to you. But a yeah. lot of our generation, they just want to do it for free. So that's why they just post a bunch of stuff, but it's not doing anything. Yeah, there's a lot of tools out there that, like, use the data that it tracks to like sell you stuff so mm-hmm. it's kind of like basically like yeah. once they see your ad and you can tar- and they click you can target yeah. them to like it'll show up later and they'll be like whoa yeah no this person it'll know be like I'm oh for that? we've seen that darren has looked up big black dildos <laughs> many times yep, so follow me around man. and he likes to do it late at night <laughs> so next time he's scrolling through instagram let's give him a Ad yep. for a big black yep. dildo. That's the one. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, hey, Kurt, you sell big black dildos? <laughs> we got the guy for you. <laughs> That's exactly how it works. <laughs> so what's up, dude? I have a side business. So what's up? Big black dildo sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, dude. Bigblackdildos.com. Like, you, you, wanna, you trying to buy? How many? How many can I put you down for? A whole bag? A bushel? <laughs> That's what the podcast has led up to. That one I know, last yeah, advertisement yeah, right the, there. <laughs> uh, yeah, here's an announcement. I'm starting my business. It's uh, bigblackdildos.com. And um, Check it Darren out. is my first and only customer. Thank you Dude, for I buying wonder, my whole I stock. if somebody owns that domain. You should look it up. <laughs> yeah, probably somebody does. Hey, dude, what's up? I need a sponsor, dude. <laughs> Please sponsor this. I don't care. <laughs> dude, that'd be funny if like, a hundred episodes in, you see like a big black dildos.com sponsoring this podcast. Oh, man. I want a royalty for that, man. <laughs> yeah, for reals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's tight. Um, crap, I was gonna ask you something again. Um, dang, uh, yes, okay, so you're, um, yeah, so you're getting. <laughs> you're like teaching people how to like market themselves and stuff and okay so that's like you're building like kind of a business around that yeah I guess. Mm-hmm. okay yeah that's definitely something that is useful to a lot of people mainly to me um, so <laughs> so any freelancers you know it's hard out there <laughs> yeah it's it's hard well yeah because we i think we live in a, a world of freelancing now because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've, I've just been noticing that a lot of like typical jobs careers are like getting outsourced now to freelancers because the overhead for them is a lot lower they can drop their costs a little bit Mm -hmm. then the company also doesn't need to pay for like health benefits (laughs) and whatever other benefits they do so it's kind of like in their best interest to do that and you know sometimes um you know they're paying more maybe like per hour for a freelancer but saving a lot of money mm-hmm. because they don't need to do deal with any of the the stuff that they deal with yeah. and they just go okay here's the 
here's the project, here's the scope, and you're going to do it for this fee, yep. bam. And yep. then it's like easier for them to do do business that way. Right. I've, I've noticed that that's been happening a lot, yep. and there's a lot of uh, resources out there for freelancers to like be able to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I see in like 10 years, it's probably going to be a lot of that. Yeah, you know, for sure. Um, you know, I, I, and I work, so I work as an engineer and I could see that easily happening. To, mm-hmm. I mean, it already does happen to us, but I could easily see a lot of companies stepping back from having full-time employees to maybe only like a couple of them. And then they outsource everything. Yep, for sure. Um, Cause yeah, I already know of companies that do that right now. So, um, so that's cool. So that's, you're, you're working on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we close the show, uh, is there any like shout outs or any kind of, um, I don't know, plugs you want to give? Mm-hmm. Just follow me at, at Darren R. Wong and check out my website, DarrenRWong.com. And dude, thanks for having me. I feel like I yeah. haven't seen you in so long since yeah, I know. the wedding. And even yeah. before the wedding, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, because <laughs> right after the wedding, I moved out here. Yeah. No, I moved out here before the wedding. And then during the wedding, we were just planning. So we were just locked up in here. And then after the <laughs> wedding, yeah. And then after the wedding, uh, we were like, just, um, we didn't want to go anywhere. Mm. We were like, I'm sick of the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, we did a lot. Yeah, so we were just <laughs> a chilling. A lot has happened. So we were just chilling, and then, yeah, we moved here, and um, I don't know. So now I'm closer to you. Yeah, man. Um, Kick it more. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, cool. Um, Don't you have a YouTube channel? You teach or something? Um, you used to or something? I do, if you want to check that out. It's also Darren R. Wong. So pretty much if you type in Darren R. Wong, I'm all over the place. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> So Pornhub.com, <laughs> yeah, Darren, Darren R. R. Wong, you'll see some wild stuff. Sponsored by. <laughs> big, big black dildos.com. Um, dope, dude. So yeah, shout out to your Pornhub account. Shout out to uh, your YouTube. Shout out to your Instagram, <laughs> your Facebook, your big black dildo <laughs> account. Tight, man. Well, it's been great having you. I'd love to have you back. I feel like I could talk to you forever. Yeah. Um, there's tons of other stuff I can talk to you about. Um, good luck to you. Good luck to Kinjas. Thanks, man. Uh, I'd love to have a ninja outfit if you got any of them. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, get you a mask. <laughs> I need, I need a, a Halloween costume. So I was thinking about wearing this for Halloween and then changing the way that I normally dress to just be ninja. You know? So that's good. If you got spare ninja costumes, I'm not picky. Just. You just hook me up man please hook me up or if there's a sponsor (laughs) ninjacostumes.com what's up where you at (laughs) i need some sponsors oh please you know i'll get paid in ninja you can can pay me in ninja stars dude (laughs) or whatever whatever else ninjas have (laughs) smoke bombs (laughs) you can pay me in smoke bombs please oh god okay thanks thanks everybody for listening sorry this show sucks (laughs) 